Hey guys, welcome back to Tuwao. This week at work for episode 9. My name is Sun Kim and today we'll be joining in by Sparsh. Hey guys, what's up? I'm Sparsh. I'm usually behind the scenes as a sound technician, but today I'm stepping in as co-host. Right. Sorry. Um, um. <laughs> yeah, so me and, me and Sun are really, really tired these days. I hope the editor keeps in that long pause <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to emphasize oh, how tired we are right now. So we weren't able to record Wednesday because it was? Hangul Day. Um, so um, due to romanization, we pronounce it as Hangul Day in our school, but it's actually Hangul in the rest of Korea. And um, it's basically um, when uh, the Korean national language, Hangul was first made, and then um, Korean, uh, the Korean national language, Hangul, has been uh, advertised as one of the most easiest languages to learn on the planet. And then um, our school and then the entirety of Korea was celebrating how amazing Hangul is and is still, what? Hangul is. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This next segment was actually supposed to be aired last week, but we had some technical difficulties, so we will be airing it this week. Enjoy. So this week, I've prepared a special segment for all for you guys as a junior host. Does everybody know what's coming up this week on Wednesday? So it's Hangul Proclamation Day, aka Hangul Day, aka Hangul Night in Korean. And it's a national holiday that is observed in both South Korea and North Korea, if you didn't know. I mean, I didn't know either, so. Um, in South Korea, it's called Hangul and it's observed in October 9th, which is this week, Wednesday. And in North Korea, it's called Joseon and it's observed on January 15th. It's celebrated to commemorate the promulga promulgation of the Hunminjeongeum, which is the Korean alphabet. And I'll provide you guys with a brief history, even though a lot of a lot of you guys may already know. So before the creation of Hangul, Koreans used the Koreans during the Joseon time period wrote using classical Chinese. And due to the fundamental differences between the Korean, like the spoken Korean language and the written Chinese language, there was like a lot to be learned. This was difficult for the lower classes who didn't have the privileged education because, as I already mentioned, there was like a lot to be learned. But not, a, um, but education was not something granted that during that time. So only upper-class people could have proper education. Therefore, the lower-class people couldn't understand like important notices from the country. For example, when like a new law was made, they like even when they violate a law, they don't know that they're violating a law because they don't know what laws there are. And also, upper-class people took privilege of the fact that lower-class people cannot read or write. They made lower-class people sign contracts that the lower-class people can't understand and provided advantage for themselves, and which, is, which was really unfair. Therefore, King Sejong proclaimed the publication of Hunminjeongeum to promote literacy among the common people. Woohoo! 
So as like it's well known, he's a really he was a really really caring king, and he was thinking in the lower classes perspective, which was really uncommon for like an upper class person to do during that time period because there were a lot of like gap between classes, so classes like social classes during that time. And I per and I personally think, and it is really significant. I think it is really, really, really significant, like Hangul itself and its invention. Because without Hangul, we would be still using the hard Chinese language, which is really not beneficial for us. The point I want to make is that we often use slangs these days, like a lot of slangs, and I, I mean, I do too, but. I just want to, want everybody to know that before we use slangs, we should think of, we should remind ourselves to use the proper language every time because King Sejong worked so hard to invent that language for us, and if we're not using it, what's the point? What if we're not using it properly? Like, what's the point of it? So, uh, and also, even if you're not Korean. I I think we should take time to appreciate the fact that a a country's leader worked so hard to improve the common people's lives. So we should just appreciate the uh, the ha- fact of Hangul's invention, and we shouldn't just take Hangul Proclamation Day as a day off, but as a day to just really commemorate the invention of Hangul. Yeah, that's and about I, it. I I for one enjoyed the day off uh, immensely. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yes, praise praise be to Hangul Day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, thank you very much for giving me that day off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is a really big national holiday, and yep. so we did end up missing out on recording that day. So we are recording on Friday for you guys. Friday at four in the afternoon. Honestly, wow. it, it feels like nine o'clock. Uh, yeah. I, I could go home and sleep right now, but uh. yeah, I feel like I just woke up in the middle of the night and be like, "Hey guys," but because we love you guys so much, yes, we're here for you, and we're gonna spice things up a little bit. So um, for this season, actually, we're uh, trying new things, and then uh, one thing that we're gonna do is set a theme for each episode to make our organization better and. Uh, make you guys more comfortable in listening. So, um, for this episode's theme, it's awesome things that dolphins do outside of school. Wow! Right? Okay, that was th- that was fast. You might need to slow it down a little bit. Uh, awesome things that dolphins do outside of school. Okay, yeah. I I feel like you're gonna put both of us to sleep. So let's just move okay. on. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump. On to our second segment. So this time we actually interviewed a student named Cherry Sung at grade seven about the climate strike that recently took took place in Seoul. Yeah. Take it away, Cherry. For this interview, we have Cherry Sung that we talked about that are going to be joining us today. Hi. Hello. Hello. Could you give us a brief introduction mm-hmm. about you know yourself? I am Cherry from. Um, Grade seven, and I run the Greeners Cleaner MSA. 
Awesome. Thank you for joining us today. Mm-hmm. So um, we saw a couple of Instagram posts and like a couple of announcements uh, being made in the assembly about your contributions to the climate strike, the recent climate strike movement and about um, Greta Thunberg, which is um, a person who we introduced in our previous, previous episodes. Yes. So how did you first get to know about Greta and the climate strike? Like what motivated you to join this movement? So I learned about Greta through social media, especially Instagram, because mm-hmm. in the feed, not only because I'm interested in like environmental issues, but also because she's making a great impact globally. Mm-hmm. It came up in my feed and I just uh, listened to her speeches. And as I listened to them, I realized the political and economical connections to climate change. Ooh. <laughs> so Ooh, wow. I was convinced that I have to join the activism and yeah. Awesome. Wow. We have Dr. Nelly is impressed right I now. I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are also talking about climate change in uh, various classes and various assemblies mm, right see. now. Yeah. And then um, I see like we're acting, uh, lacking action like amongst ourselves, even mm. me. And then seeing like a yeah, it's just person younger than us. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> doing something. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Yes. Okay. So um, you've been to the uh, climate strike on Friday. Yes. Can you tell us what exactly happened that day? So on Friday, about 1,000 youth and adults joined the climate strike. (laughs) And from CIMS, about 60 students joined. Wow, I actually got 60. (laughs) (laughs) And in the beginning, there was an orientation slash Q&A section with a doctor, like called Mr. Chun Ho Cho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he talked about how dare you speech by Greta Thunberg mm. and the statistics on how much like time of future is left for us if the global average temperature is rising. Mm-hmm. And then we placed some activities in climate change theme and later we marched up to the Blue House mm. and handed in the a report card of the government's action toward climate justice to mm-hmm. the government officials. <laughs> sounds very professional. I know, right? Like, <laughs> she sounds like a Korean equivalent of Greta. Um, so um, a lot of people are starting to join in the climate action. And even our school has been taking a few measures to yep. like uh, getting rid of the paper paper cups. That That's like mm-hmm. a few years ago. But still, uh, there is a movement going starting to going on. So what do you think is the future coming now? So um, you've talked about the statistics that were, were presented in the, uh, the climate strike movement. And um, could you tell us a little more like uh, deeply and like more detailed things about what were presented and what's going to happen in the future? Yeah. So the scientists already proved that there are only 8.5 years left if mm. the global oh. average temperature 8.5. keeps rising by 1.5 degrees celsius oh. because by if we reach the global average temperature of 2 degrees celsius we would just be lying down struggling to breathe even mm. so um i would definitely join the climate strike again mm-hmm. and i know it's the is coming on at uh, like next month. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. And I think that um to like gather more people and raise more awareness in our community, mm-hmm. I think we should like um just tell others what's happening and tell them the significance because mm-hmm. it's our future. Yes. And we don't want our future to like be end and yes. be. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is such a strong oh. statement. Yes. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, so like you seem to have a general interest in protecting the environment and like saving the earth and going green. We heard about your MSA, Greener is Cleaner as well. Mm -hmm. What do you do in the MSA to contribute to the environment? So in my MSA, Greener is Cleaner, we mostly try to raise awareness of the problems occurring on global consumption, especially plastics. Mm. And um, some projects or we are working on or we have done are framed infographic of how much plastic a person in middle school uses mm. and a petition to replace um, plastics in the convenience stores downstairs or in for field trips yes, to yes. recycle recyclable or biodegradable materials awesome. and also creating recycled school materials like um, pencil cases from mm. like toilet scraps or like box scraps etc Wow. Oh, wow. She's middle doing schoolers. More, oh my more than what we're doing. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So it's really awesome to see a lot of uh, the younger um, students in the school to actually take action yeah, yeah. for the environment. Mm -hmm. So, um, what are some things that you think uh, that we as students can do to contribute to the climate action thing? going on i think it's difficult to like go to factories that emit carbon emissions and tell them to stop <laughs> <laughs> so i think yeah. the simplest thing we can do is always carry a water bottle or mm, like mm. reusable bag everywhere yes. because then we don't have to consume unnecessary products yeah. and also i believe that we should consistently voice ourselves mm. to the public and tell them how much we care and like tell them to create a change and take measures Yes. Yeah, I definitely need to get a reusable water bottle right mm. now. <laughs> I guess who's not using one? Um, yeah, I mean, by seeing, like, you guys, like, the middle school act more than the upper school and myself <laughs> contributing to the environment, I came to reflect on my current lifestyle because, mm. like, you know, I just went to the cafeteria and oh. used a plastic straw, and now I feel very uncomfortable. Well, um... Um, I would like to take the devil's advocate for this time because <laughs> we have a lot of people, although we have people like Greta and you and a lot of like 600 people in our community acting actively, we have still some people who don't know why climate change is that important. Mm -hmm. And although we tell them constantly, like we have like 8.5 years left, so, like we're literally going to die like in 30 years or whatsoever, but um, they seem to not take any specific measures for yes. example we have um the u.s president withdrawing from the paris agreement <laughs> or some of our like we have people around us that don't really know about climate change mm -hmm. don't really care about climate change and then i think you mentioned about like we need to like um constantly tell them and tell about the significance but what are some specific measures that as students we can take to influence those specific people that are um, leading this community but be, are being reluctant about climate change mm. um that's a hard question take your time take your time i've always thought about the question mm -hmm. because i'm um, just telling them and getting in front of them isn't really is creating like some changes but yes. not as much as we actually mm -hmm. want mm -hmm. so i think the question we have to ask those leaders is uh, economic growth via our future because if wow. they keep up developing their economy and just try to ignore what's happening in the environment and the earth right yeah um our the global temperatures keep going to rise 
right. yeah, that's in question, but I don't know mm. exactly how to go I, more. We use fossil fuels, right? But mm-hmm. then fossil fuels are going to be depleted in like some years so yeah. then <laughs> going back to what you said about economic growth like once we don't have fossil fuel what are we going to do like economic growth mm-hmm. is not important we we just don't have the uh, electricity to do things mm-hmm. so yes. like i think like that kind of like agreeing to like you know connecting to economic growth and then explaining climate change i can that can be more effective mm-hmm. right yeah that's mm-hmm. a great suggestion yeah um Wow, you have some big thoughts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big, big thoughts and big, big plans. I mean, so as you come into upper school, what are some different things that you're gonna do? So, like, in currently in MSA, you're uh, participating in different like climate activities, climate mm-hmm. strikes, and then in the school, you're advocating for a change, like using paper straws, right? But then, um, I guess in middle school, you're very famous around <laughs> middle school but then in upper school we don't have a lot of like climate change things we don't have a lot of like activism things and then in upper school what are you going to do different from middle school like how are you going to develop mm-hmm. mm. so are you saying that um if i come to middle school oh uh, no upper school mm-hmm. it would um be kind of harder to oh no, no like it, it wouldn't be harder but then i guess like um to advocate for climate change more yeah so and then like actually th- take different what kind of different t- types of action are you mm-hmm. willing to take because there are like sustainability clubs or like yeah. some yeah, more I minor agree. environmental clubs but um like do you want to create a new club on your own or do you have any plans have you thought of it um i'm still planning mm-hmm. but i'm definitely still going to continue my club or msa mm-hmm. yeah and i hope a as an upper schooler, I would have more like power and no. time yeah. to be to like make a school-wide event mm-hmm. so that um there we can have more attention into this crisis. Mm-hmm. Like climate weeks, right? Why don't we have? Yeah, yeah. those are yeah, those are great. Yeah. We can well, have that in school. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously you're in what? Uh, were you in, in seventh grade? Grade seven. Like as a seventh grader, this is already like very a lot for you to do, and then yeah, it's. It's simply amazing, mm. right, for a seventh grader to do this kind of like stuff and then go to climate strikes and everything. But then agreeing to you, like as you grow up and as you get to go into upper school, we get to you'll get to like expand your club and expand mm. different types yes. of activities like you can partake or even lead in this school regarding climate change. And then we would like to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Even though <laughs> when you come into upper school. You will not be oh, here. <laughs> you won't be here oh. either. <laughs> but yeah, we hope that your MSA, your plans will widen as yep. time passes by. Mm-hmm. And we will always support you. Please mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your contributions. Yes, that thank you for joining us. Yeah, too. and then just uh, we hope that this kind of like a contribution to the environment as an uh, as an individual or like as a group activity MSA mm-hmm. continues throughout middle school and hopefully is extended throughout upper school and village school as well if yeah. that's possible mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining us thank today you too. thank you all right thank you so much for that cherry um that was actually really interesting my brother mm. actually went to the climate strike oh really he he made a poster um i helped him out with the slogan i'm gonna take a little bit of credit for that what's but the slogan? It was really what's him. the slogan uh it, so basically he was looking for a a really like impactful thing mm-hmm. and he had a he had something i can't remember exactly what it was but it was a kind of 
really off. So I was just like, <laughs> okay, instead of that, say like every day is a step closer to the end. It's a little Ooh. bit dark, but um, with the with the uh, drawings that he made, it it really had that really good impact. I mean, there are some amazing and funny slogans. Like a person was, I think, one of my friends held "Greener is sexier." Oh yes, oh yes, <laughs> I love that slogan. Uh, okay. Wonderful. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, next up we have an interview with Fuddy from Footloose, mm-hmm. the upcoming musical for Upper School. Hi guys, um, so it's Sun back at it this week at WIC. So today we're going to interview some cast members from Footloose. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Fuddy. What's your role in uh, Footloose? We're, I'm Shaw Moore, the Reverend, the father of uh, Ariel. Okay, so can you tell me a bit about Footloose? Like, what's the musical all about? Uh, the musical is about freedom and like breaking out of your not necessarily a comfort zone, but just breaking out the typical norms of society in order to stick out and uh, express yourself. Okay, that was a good one. So why should we go? Why should the general public go to Footloose? Uh, why not, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, more of a descriptive, you are more of a descriptive like answer. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun experience. Uh, you just have to sit back and watch this, this food. Um, it's just an awesome thing to witness through the microphone if you're listening. <laughs> Is, yeah, okay, yeah, it's a fun experience. Come and watch it. Um, you, all you have to do is sit back and witness it. There's, we work very hard on it. So yes, please. Okay, yeah, thank you. Okay, now let's jump on to college visits. First, um, from October 14th, we have Leeds Arts University and State University of New York, SUNY Korea, visiting us. On October, 7th, <laughs> <laughs> on October 17th, we have Bard College visiting us. And that's it. Um, and let's now jump into events. Sorry, guys. It's a Friday afternoon. Yeah, like we're we just said. kind of yeah. crawling. Okay. All right. So this week for events, we've got... The cast project is an exhibition for 12th grade. I have actually, uh, I did this. It was uh, basically uh, the 12th graders are all presenting what they've worked on for their cast project. We designed some nice little posters. Mm. And Tell me a nice bit about the cast project. Oh, I'm glad you asked, son. The <laughs> cast project is a passion project led by students for students collaboratively to address one issue that they see in their community. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to drop the advertiser speech. But, From yeah. the IBO. Just <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, it is really a passion project that you choose um, that addresses one or multiple strands of cast, either mm-hmm. creativity, action, or service. And um, Is it activity? Oh, action, sorry. Creativity, action, or service. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so basically... What I did for my cast project is I collaborated with Damatir, who left, unfortunately, in 10th uh, Yeah, yeah. We miss you, Damatir. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I collaborated with him. He came with me to India where we um, we visited some... Uh, we worked with an organization that's based in New Delhi and worked with uh, children who were either in impoverished uh, situations or who, who were living in poverty mm-hmm. or were struggling with... Uh, drug addictions or substance abuse addictions or both yeah. uh, including juvenile delinquents Ooh. so it was it was a really eye-opening experience interacting with the both the children and the ones who are closer to our age um 
but yeah, that was my task project. Uh, it addressed creativity and service because we actually formed some short little um, trailers. Or uh, we, we originally wanted to do a documentary, but mm-hmm. we instead created some short trailers. Um, Sounds pretty yeah, nice. Uh, it can be anything you want, really. It, it really can. Yeah. So uh, I personally enjoyed it, but other people didn't. I still have to do my reflections. Please forgive me, Miss Bertrand. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will get them in soon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, we have the Grade Nine OE. Grade Nine left on OE, uh, or will will be leaving. Yeah, on OE, <laughs> I suppose. Um, and yeah, uh, good luck to you guys. Next up, on October sixteenth, we're gonna have the PSAT. Let's skip that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just glaze over yeah, it. Yeah. Not like it's a it's important. important yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna have the U.S. Parent Meeting on the same date. And after that, there's basically nothing for this week. Now, let's jump right into birthdays. Woo! All right. All right. So for birthdays this week, from grade 10, we've got Vanessa. Happy birthday, Vanessa. And for grade 11, we've got Julia, Thomas Bailey, and Daniel S. Happy birthday, Happy guys. birthday. Woo! Okay. Now, let's... Tune in to Yansa and Janet, who will be giving us a sports update. Hello, Mighty Dolphins. Welcome back to the latest issues in Sea Athletics. This Thursday, the varsity tennis team had an away game at Humphreys High School. The boys had a fantastic match, winning four games out of five. The girls also had a great game against Humphreys, but lost. The tennis team had another victory against GSIS this Saturday. Great job, tennis players. Next, we have amazing news from the cross-country team. About 10 players from varsity cross-country team are heading to Tokyo for Asia-Pacific Invitational Meet from October 20th to 22nd. Hope every player performed their best and enjoy the international meet. Good luck, runners! The varsity volleyball teams had a restful week with a friendly match against YSS this Saturday. Well-fought Dolphins, we look forward to your game next Wednesday against APIS. The JV volleyball teams also had a week for preparation and a match against Humphreys for boys and mini tournament against YSS, DSS, ICSU for the girls. Great work, volleyball players. And we have the senior night coming up soon. We hope to see our crowd cheering and supporting the senior players for their last home game of the season. We'll inform you about the senior night more in later episodes, so stay tuned. Lastly, Our fall season is almost reaching its end since there are only three weeks left. Let's finish the season strong, athletes. Thank you, CI. We'll get back to you later. Thanks, Sunshine and Janet. And that will be a wrap-up for this week's very hard, very tiring uh, episode of Tuao. Hope y'all were introduced to some amazing things that high students are doing outside of school. And um, if you're on the stay updated, please contact uh, us via email songdo-thisweekatchaticschool.org and please don't hesitate if, you, if you've if you done something really cool outside of you know your yeah. curriculum don't don't hesitate to reach out and we can give you a little bit of a shout out and we love promoting our community and one last thing this episode was recorded in the library with our mobile recording studio, studio. yeah guys please drop in just, just just come to the library like I see a lot of you We'll just come to the library. Yeah, we had a couple people drop by and just listen in. So thank you guys, and I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Yeah, and one last, last, last thing. Subscribe to us on anywhere 
you can get your podcast, including Spotify. See you next week. Goodbye.